For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. Yesterday was obviously a very difficult day. Before we get into everything, I have to thank our latest patron over at Patreon, David Eilin, who you can find on Twitter at D-A-V-I-D. E-I-L-O-N and the number one. Thank you, David, for your support. If you would like to join David and all of our other wonderful patrons, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press, get early access to the podcast, extra episodes of the podcast, some of the written work that we do here. So once again, thank you to all of our patrons who allow us to do what we do here. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Andy, so I do my best not to come on here and make this, again, we we make the reference of First Take with Stephen A. Smith. I don't know how many people will actually understand that reference. Just YouTube Stephen A. Smith and you will sort of get an idea. So I made the mistake of, I didn't post it yet, but the patron exclusive episode is me sort of doing a Stephen A. Smith and you and I generally do not come on immediately after matches right. because you're usually not of the most sound mind. <laughs> you're you're over emotional. However, we're going on what? It's been 17 hours since the result. I have to tell you, I am still as angry, as annoyed, as befuddled, really? as confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. am. And <laughs> I'll elaborate on that momentarily here, but maybe it has to do with something I referenced in the previous episode of Paolo Fonseca's record against big sides. Maybe it was my naivete, but I didn't realize actually how bad it was because when I brought it up on the previous episode, I was just going based off memory. However, when you look at the numbers, I I know I'm getting way ahead of where we wanted to go. However, against Juve, Milan, Lazio, Atalanta, Inter, Napoli... Roma under Fonseca, they have played 15 matches against those aforementioned sides. Three wins, six draws, six losses. Now, as Fonseca said after the match, we weren't the best team in the world before this match, and we weren't, we're not the worst team in the world after this match. You can't judge us simply based off the big matches. Every single match for us is a test. And while I generally do agree with that, all we have been hearing for the last two months is that our goal is to get back into the Champions League. Well, Andy, you can't keep losing these matches against direct rivals for these Champions League places. You can't allow that to happen. So I'm not coming on here saying that Fonseca has to get the sack. There's been a lot of overreaction over these past 12 to 15 hours. However, I do think he has to answer as to why Roma struggle so mightily in these big matches. So um, that is my long-winded way of handing the floor over to you because I'm surprisingly restrained there because I I, I still (laughs) feel like screaming because yesterday was so bad. Well, my first of all, I I just wanted to get it off my chest so I don't forget because uh, a lot of people like my movie references. So after matches like the one we witnessed yesterday, you know, I 
I realize that as a Roma fan, I've um, I feel pretty much like you know that that scene in Raging Bull where Jake, <laughs> where Jake Lamada is is getting the shit kicked out, beaten out of him by Sugar Ray Robinson because basically that's his way of uh, apologizing to his wife. Is he goes out to the ring and he gets massacred by Sugar Ray and um, and he's all bloodied up and he keeps repeating, "You never got me down, Ray." He never got me down, and and that's exactly what um, I feel like in the light of of results like the the one uh, against Napoli, where it's a it's a total it's a total predictable disaster, unfortunately, um, that I've sort of become accustomed to, and um, you know it it doesn't get to me that much anymore. I mean, I I get up the next day and I'm you are numb to the pain. I'm pretty okay. I must say that yesterday I uh, I struggled to fall asleep, but today I'm 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 kind of a new man, and I just want to, <laughs> you know, and and I, I I kept thinking because I thought about that too about the fact that Roma uh, struggle mightily against the top sides, and um, you know I can only really from memory just recall a few occasions on which we truly deserved. Uh, to, to win despite the result. And one of them is, I, I believe, the, the most recent Napoli game uh, post-lockdown. Um, we, we lost that game and then we went on this run. Um, and I thought that game did, did us a disservice. It really didn't reflect the way we played. Um, same thing could be said about that Inter game where Spinazzola just, just loses his head. But overall, it that is that has been the the pattern for this Roma team. They, it's like against top sides, they, they can't find their footing. They, they go into these games and they are already down. Like it just by, you look at them and you see that they are defeated from the get go, which is something that Roma has always had trouble with. And, and numerous times was against bottom teams where you just you just couldn't do anything against those teams now we gone we found we found a, a a way of playing that allows us to 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 play the the parmas the genoas and 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 really uh play great football that allows you to 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 walk out with three points but in this case you know there are no excuses. You yes, you went, you lost Vertu as the game went along, and you lost Mancini. Um, didn't have Smalling at your disposal, but uh, there is just this team had nothing going for them. The front three looked dead. Mirante looked dead. Um, you know, and the thing is that Napoli didn't even play an excellent game. It wasn't like uh, you know a, a, a game that that really sort of solidifies Napoli as the much better team. Um, it's just that Roma were nowhere to be found. It, it's that simple. They, they had nothing going for them. They had no idea what to do with the football. Um, they had no idea how to track back. Uh, nothing. Going forward, nothing. So, you know, we, we are realists, so we expect it's, you know, a loss to take place. I mean, this is, again, we have to realize... W- what team we are rooting for. We're not rooting for a team that will win the Scudetto. You know, this the, we said it from the start. I predicted that Roma would not get Champions League this way. I still maintain that that it, we would get, go 
you know, near the fifth place, something like that, um, because that's our territory. Uh, this is not a team that overnight uh, has, you know, become a, a, a you know, a, a great team that pr- plays great football against all teams involved. No, it's it's a team that despite uh, unfortunate circumstances managed to pull a, a really nice string of results um, that found a way to win games that in the past didn't know how to win them. And uh, But occasionally you're, you are going to lose these games. What to me matters in the long term is not the result against Napoli, is that there is going to be a reaction following this loss. You know, that uh, to me, the, the most valuable lesson, even more valuable than winning these games, is learning to overcome the losses that stem from games like the one we witnessed uh, uh, against Napoli. That's to, because that, to me, is, is Roma. To, to me, Roma in recent years is that team that gets so embarrassed and so frightened following a, a, a loss, a, a real beatdown like the one um, Napoli uh, inflicted on us, that they just can't seem to uh, uh, get up and, and continue to play the way they used to before that loss. And so to me, what matters now is yeah, the game against Young Boys, the games against Sassuolo. Those are the, the two most important games of the seasons, as far as I know. Um, this is a team that really needs to get back on its feet and, and prove to everyone that, yes, you know, yesterday happened, but it was a hiccup. It was a hiccup, and we have learned to, to come back from, from, from such losses. I don't want to overreact. Come on here, and we basically turn into memes with audio clips that can be replayed and held against us because we're so outrageous and not of sound mind. Here's the thing. I think there's a few perspectives and ways you can look at this. Now, I don't think that yesterday's result means that Roma have been overachieving for the last few months. I, I don't think that's the case. I think yesterday was the result of who were the worst guys. Jekyll uh, was very bad. Pellegrini, very bad. You didn't have Smalling. You had Mancini go out with an injury. So I think that those factors played a very large part. So there's no discounting that. If you had a healthy Jekyll, a healthy Pellegrini. And a Mirante that wasn't on a wheelchair in a retirement home. Exactly. So there were a lot of things that, on the face of it, this result and the performance were very, very bad. But when you break it down and you are thinking rationally and calmly, I think a lot of it makes sense as to why Roma lost 4-0. to zero. Now, the scoreline, obviously, very flattering to Napoli. As you just mentioned, Mirante, I, I, I can't even... I'm lost for words still on the one that bounced, and he basically just gifted them a goal. I have never seen a less powerful shot not get caught by a goalkeeper, or at least not get parried away, not into the feet of an oncoming yeah. opposing attacker. That was that was criminal, that performance from Mirante. But he's from Napoli, so clearly he was paying homage to, to Maradona. So good for him. I, I don't want to criticize him too much. I also don't think, because here's the thing I didn't like seeing. There were people complaining about the result, the performance, being critical of Fonseca. And then you had some people on social media saying, well, oh my gosh, look at what Roma have done the past two months. They've been overachieving. You cannot be mad right now. You have no reason to be upset. Shame on you. You should be happy with where Roma are. And 
here's the thing. That is such a elementary way of thinking, okay? But more than one thing can be true at the same time, okay? You can be very happy with everything Roma have done this season to date. You can be very pleased with it. You can be pleased with various players. You can, you can be pleased with Fonseca. You could be happy with just about everything they have done to date while still being critical of that performance yesterday. People have a right to be upset and ask some questions about this match because again, this isn't just about a singular match. There is a body of work here when it comes to Fonseca and these big matches that does need answering. And I, I just think the logic of you should just be happy with what they've done the last two months is beyond absurd. Yeah, I agree to a, to an extent because I think the 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 point the point of 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 arguments like that is uh, comes from the the idea that uh, this is a team that it ha has been in progress for for the past year and a half has been you know uh, uh, maintenance work you know it's it's it, we we have laid down some foundations with the with the arrival of of Fonseca then we added some more foundations with with uh, the Friedkin ownership coming in and it's it's all very slowly taking shape we you you know we have basically uh, changed uh, a lot of players that um, have come in have left uh, and and this team is a mixed bag you know at the end of the day um despite all the praise despite some really great games in in, in recent weeks um we know where this team comes from uh that this team has limitations and we were already very much aware of of these limitations it's true however that everybody sort of looks back on the Sevilla loss as this big turning point because uh in in the summer there was talk that you know that was the sort of the 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 main the the game that sort that that sort of hinted at uh you know perhaps Jeko and Fonseca not getting along uh, players questioning Fonseca's capability when it comes to these games, and it's it, it, it's all true because um, to 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 an extent we we have failed in these games. We we have failed to impose ourselves, and um, unfortunately, it's also a pattern that I, I remember, you know, going back to even before Fonseca came in here. But sometimes there is there's Fonseca not really working on on games like this one and i hope that you know what he said yesterday were pretty strong words he said we like courage there were you know there was no intensity tactics. there was no intensity with you know the everything was wrong uh napoli deserved it we did not basically it came down to we were terrible and we didn't deserve anything and we got our asses beat and and um and that's the way it should have been um, because we we just couldn't put a pass together. So, it, it, and that's and that's true. But then you know sometimes, man, I'm because yes, this team is a big bag, and it, there are a lot of unfortunate circumstances that sort of sometimes tend to uh, halt the the progress you make. So Mancini going out, Vertu getting injured, you know, it, it's always something and. But at the same time, there are some players that you expect ex expect to step up, and 
you know, sometimes when I look at this team and I say, okay, the front three were bad. I'm like, how can they be bad? You know, in a game of this magnitude, how can Jacob right. for the upteenth time not show up in a big game? Because that whole rant he made in the Sevilla game. In the Sevilla game, he, he was nowhere to be found in that match as well. So uh, to me, this is the problem is that, yes, we, Fonseca has to has to work on this and he has to uh, make adjustments. And I'm really looking forward to what the adjustments will be, uh, will look like against Sassuolo. Because if you make uh, such a strong statement following a loss of this magnitude, then you that that those words need to backed up by, by serious action that shows the fans that, okay, we really got spanked by Napoli, but here is us playing a really good game against a, 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 a really informed Sassuolo team. Uh, that's that's all you can do right now. And sometimes we, you know, we say we say that we need to learn from these losses. Well, we need to learn from this loss, and uh, from this from now on, it has this has to be a turning point in my book. Um, that's when I'll become worried. I'll become worried when when this becomes a negative turning point when this becomes the sort of the 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 typical roma game that then spirals down through the whole season that the whole season goes into the toilet because of a game like this one that i cannot accept so for you then th this is not a bigger picture sort of result this is a one-off you had players who were as i mentioned coming back from injury you had some players not playing well, like Mirante. So for you, are, are you simply taking this as a very, very bad performance with several factors playing into it? Or do you think that there is a pattern here of this is very worrying and we need to address this as soon as possible? I think there is a pattern, but that pattern should stop now. That, that pattern should stop with this loss because um, we, we saw some great things with Roma in, the, in, in recent months. And a, a loss like that, again, can make or break. And I think that if you really want to go forward and if we really want to trust Fonseca with this whole team, this needs to be the, the point where the pattern stops. This needs to be the loss that tells us what Roma are, are really made of what Fonseca is made of, what these players are made of. Um, pa a pattern cannot exist. You know, I, 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 was, hmm, I, I wasn't very comfortable uh, coming to this game. I mean, I, 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 I said here that it would be a grind-out win. I said I didn't predict a high-scoring game. Well, I was kind of wrong. <laughs> yeah, we, we thought combined. <laughs> right. But, it's, um, it, 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 but there was something that made me feel uneasy. And it's probably that thing that Roma in recent years overall, I mean, this goes back a long way. Whenever, the, you know, whenever there was that game that you really looked forward to and you were like, okay, if we win that game, then we are the real deal. That game always arrived on time and we most of the time we disappointed in that game. And we it, it always seemed like we couldn't do take that extra step forward. And again, that happened last night. And in order to be a better team, I'm not saying a Scudetto contender, but a better team that can realistically fight for that Champions League spot, 
you need to figure out how to stop this pattern. You need to figure out how to be better at these games. You need to figure out how to take that extra step. Um, it's it's a long process, and it may take you know bringing in a, a, an extra midfielder or bringing in an extra forward. Um, but something must be done because this cannot happen any longer. Because with by losing games like this one, and then again spiraling down a, a series of 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 incoming bad results and the draws losses here and there you will not get the champions league spot i don't want to harp on this point too long because again there were a lot of factors that played into yesterday but it is very odd that in these big matches fonseca really doesn't seem to change things or really bring anything and I keep, we mentioned it a couple of times this episode in the last one, but that that I can't help but go back to that match against Juve when they're down to 10 men. You think your manager would spur you on. He would uh, change the approach, try and put the pedal down to the floorboard a little bit more. But he just seems so content in in just keeping things as is. I am starting to get worried because that is exactly how Garcia was. But I don't know what it is about him. I don't know if it's a tactics thing. I don't know if that's just in his personality. I just don't like the fact that in these big games, he just seems to lack something and he doesn't seem to be learning from them. That That's my biggest right. worry ultimately in the end is that he is not learning anything from these big matches. I th but I think he's learning plenty about other things, and we 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 talked about about this in um, in in the previous episodes. We we talked about how uh, the, he he's learned about <laughs> something as simple as substitutions. Yes, but substitutions that had a positive effect. Um, he he's learned how to uh, open up these defenses uh, that we have had trouble opening up for the past few years um, with these teams, you know, parking the bus and that we would, you know, continue to play and could not score. He's, he's, he's managed to figure out that much. Um, and despite, uh, again, injuries and, and absences and, and everything just sort of falling down on his head. And it's true that, this is a crucial point, and that comes to my my argument about this being a make or break thing. Um, that this applies to the whole thing. That with with a loss like that, there is no more hiding. You can't hide um, behind you know statistics and expected goals and all that stuff that we always love to pull out when something doesn't go our way, but we feel we deserve to win or something. This that that's why this needs to be the moment where Fonseca realizes that this is the priority. That this you know you can't just keep running away from these games. You can't keep running away from 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 matches like the one against Napoli because at the end of the year, if you really want that Champions League spot, the teams you're looking uh, at in the standings are exactly the teams you keep losing against and exactly. uh, and and that doesn't lead anywhere because uh, if you keep losing to them there and then the points just can't don't make sense and even if the points make sense then those teams still have an advantage over you because hey you decided not to show up you decided to have a stinker of a game you decided to concede four goals instead of just one or maybe two and that always makes the difference at the end of the season even the simplest of things unfortunately 
dictate the the, the final outcome. And um, this year, in particular, it looks like everybody's in the run for something. And so you need to get those games right. So, okay, we drew against uh, Milan. We drew against Juve, and um, that was a game that we should have won. We should have. Um, and and yesterday, I just I just don't know what to say because I, I don't have a team to speak of. You know, I don't have a performance to speak of. Um, so the point is that Roma usually, <laughs> almost every year, after the Christmas break, um, that the first few weeks following the Christmas break, that's usually when the season has decided. Yeah, least, right, exactly. Right. It, it's it's either you you start to get things right and things go your way or everything just <laughs> goes into the dumper and, exactly. and you just keep losing game after game. And uh, it's, it was, it, again, it's that spiraling effect that just keeps happening. That cannot happen this year. That cannot happen. This That's why this needs to be the point. This needs to be the point where the change occurs and the Sassuolo game must be a win. It has to be three points um, because you have a, a lot of teams behind you and in front of you that that want the same thing as you do and probably even more than you do and that's a problem that's always going to be a problem if you show up in these games like you just don't care okay so that is where i sort of wanted to end this with we saw last year where where did the season unravel it was right around this time right right the... christmas time we exactly. we we beat Fiorentina 4 yep. to 1 yep now with this season being very particular with the with the COVID stuff, yesterday after the match, it felt like this is now the moment where you approach the path that has two choices. You can either go right or left. You can either follow the path from last season where everything essentially just fell apart in the winter, or you can dust yourself off. You can show some character show some personality, and move forward, get the results that were lacking in the previous season. Did you get that sense too? Like, is this the point where it's it's make or break? This feels like this is where the season can be defined because it does seem a little silly to say that with so much of the season left, but mm-hmm. yesterday was so bad that after a loss like yesterday, generally we expect a meltdown. We expect, as you said, a string of very negative results and performances. So I feel like now is the time where we will find out who this Roma really is. Correct. This is the time that uh, where where everything must must change and for the better. Um, if you want to to be considered a team worthy of 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 those first four places in the standings, that that has to happen. And um, and also that that obviously has implications going long term with Fonseca being an option uh, long term with certain players being options going forward that it, it's it, it does sound fatalistic it does sound a bit you know uh, o- over the top to say right. this is make or break this is make or break because it, it, it always you know a game is a game true but in a series of games and with a team that is known for having certain patterns, today we've talked about the pattern of this particular Roma team not being up to the challenge when faced with a tougher opposition. But we have had patterns of, 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 uh, of a Roma team not finding its ground anymore uh, following losses uh, like the one we witnessed against Napoli. Following beatdowns that really uh define who you are 
Um, because hey, I've seen you know I've seen uh, Liverpool recently get beat the the hell out of them by who was it? Um, was it Tottenham? I I don't remember. Aston who Villa, right? That, oh wow, that was sorry. That yeah, was Manchester that was... United against uh, Tottenham and uh, Liverpool against Aston Villa. But great team knows how to just brush it off and pick exactly. themselves up. Exactly. Now Roma team are not a great team. But they can be much better if they learn how to deal with losses like this one. If they learn how to overcome these difficult situations where sort of all the praise, all the glory you received in the past few weeks just crumbles. Um, because we've seen headlines that said that this Roma is, you know, exceeding expectations. That, you know, we've had uh, former players and, 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 and team officials say that this Roma is a great Roma. That Fonseca is really leading a new Roma. Perhaps, but a new Roma also needs to get these matches right. So that's that's why we say it's a make-or-break season. Okay. All right. That is where we will leave it, everyone. Let us know what you think. We will talk to you in a few days. So thank you for tuning in. Ciao. Ciao.